Good morning, Buddhas. It is wonderful honor for me to share my talk with you today. I'd like to convey my heartfelt gratitude to Reverend Wang Gong for providing me with this precious opportunity to connect with you. While we went through a difficult time during the pandemic, it allowed us to stay connected by transcending time and space. Since we have been already met beyond time and space, I'd like to invite you to another occasion when Master Sutisan and his disciple Yi Iniwa had a Dharma Q&A. Before I begin, I would like to briefly introduce Yi Iniwa. Yi Iniwa was a female lay disciple of Master Sutisan and was regarded as one of the most influential practitioners in the early history of one Buddhism. Before she met Master Sutisan, Yi Iniwa's life has been difficult. She had an accident when she was young and lost one of her eyes. Her husband died shortly after they married, leaving her to care for six children. Despite the fact that she managed a successful restaurant and made a lot of money, she was deceived by a swindler and lost her fortune. When she returns to the lodging business, her third son made some poor decisions that led to the failure of the business. At that time, Yi Iniwa met Master Sotesan and she was able to let go of all the anguish and distress in her life, thanks to his guidance. Imagine what a dedicated Dharma practitioner she was. One day, the founding master came to a sound session and said, Yi Yuni Ha, has now had such a great erosion of the mind that she neglect her private business in order to attend Dharma meetings and join sun sessions. Instead of giving her an award for her devoted faith, I would like to allot this hour to her. Ask any questions you may have. Iniwa asked, If someone asked me what we teach and learn in our order, how should I reply? The Master answered, Buddhism originally teaches one to awaken and know for oneself the principle of all things are created by the mind. And you may answer that we teach and learn the same principle. Once we know it, we will also discover the principles of neither arising nor ceasing, and the retribution and response of cause and effect. 
If someone were to ask you the question, "What does One Buddhism teach?" what would you say? Each of your answer might be different, depending on what teachings you typically enjoyed. Now, you have received the official response from Master Sutisan. I'd like to share with you about how I use this official response through my personal story. I took an English tutoring course when I initially moved to the United States to study English. The teacher was a devout Christian elder. He knew that I was a one Buddhist minister in training. And asked me a series of questions, including the question, "What does one Buddhism teach?" Without hesitation, I gave him the official response. In one Buddhism, we teach and learn the principle of all things are created by the mind. I was so proud of myself for remembering this Dharma passage and using it in the real situation. Until I heard his next question. We were sitting next to the window at that time. If the mind creates everything, is that tree also created by the mind? My tutor asked. Pointing to the tree outside the window, I said, speechless, because no matter how hard I thought about it, I didn't make the tree. No, I'm afraid I can't. Of course, in terms of perception. There was no trees in my mind before I recognized it. But even if my mind has not recognized it, that tree has always been there. Then, what does we mean by all things are created by the mind? My koan has been the tree beyond the window. Precisely as the pine tree in front of the courtyard, an old Buddhist koan. What is the mind? What kind of mind is capable of creating the tree? Throughout the decade, this koan serves as a motive force for me to understand who I am and what my mind is. First, I started working with the surface level of my mind, such as emotions or thoughts. By watching my thoughts and emotions closely, I could recognize the simple truth that they are truly impermanent. Though I have been taught the truth of impermanence. As one of the core teachings of Buddhism, my mind used to cling to those impermanent thoughts and emotions, 
as if they were permanent. I create my own suffering by attaching to past thoughts or memories, or holding on to unrelenting emotions. No matter how many times my ideas or feelings repeat themselves in my mind, they come and go according to the principle of cause and effect. When I cling to a peace of mind and begin to identify it as me, the boundary between me and what is not me arises. That creates all kinds of suffering in my mind. As long as we only focus on the arising and ceasing mind, we never notice where these minds are coming from. Are you watching me now? Isn't it true that when we are watching a YouTube video, we are completely focused on the content. All the scenes you have watched appears and disappeared on your screen. However, recognizing the screen while watching something is extremely rare. We simply dismiss the screen despite the fact that all of the scenes are viewable because the screen is present. All your minds are arising and ceasing on this neither arising nor ceasing mind screen. The screen metaphor is used to convey the idea of the neither arising nor ceasing mind. However, there is nothing to call a screen either. The source of all our minds is truly empty. From that truly empty space, everything is coming and going eternally. If we take this true emptiness as the substance, when we use our minds and body, we can live much lighter and freer. It is not up to whether you understand it or not. You need to notice and confirm that true emptiness within yourself. It is not hard to find. Whenever you are aware of your arising mind, see where that mind is coming from. Where this sound was coming from? Where does the sound go? Where the sound is coming and going is empty space. This truly empty space is the mind, which creates the tree beyond the window. 
Now that we've learned this principle, does this mean your practice is over? Let's return to the Q&A between Master Sutesan and Yi Iniwa. It may harm the minds of those who are unhappy in their lives and are unwilling to accept the principle of all things are created by the mind. Perhaps Yi Iniwa already accepted and realized these principles. So, Yi Iniwa asked again, After we have learned this principle, how should we practice? The founding master answered, We keep our minds free from disturbances, delusions, or wrongdoings when facing sensory conditions. Once we know both the permanent and impermanent principles of our mind and the principle that all things are created by the mind, we need to keep our minds free from disturbances, delusions, and wrongdoings at all times and in all places. This is not the same as suppressing or pretending. When we clearly know these principles, we are not deluded anymore. Once we are not deluded, our minds are not disturbed. Then, whatever we do, we can make the right choices. My wish is that we truly realize the eternal empty mind within us and how we use our minds well by following the principle of cause and effect. Let us create a beautiful reality, no matter where you are and what you are doing. Thank you for taking the time to listen.